Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Martin. Through this podcast, we provide interactive audio lessons for learning practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is intermediate, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Today's lesson is taken from our most recent member lesson introducing our series on Spanish for wound care in the ER. I hope you learned something new. Vamos a la lección. This is the first lesson in our trauma module covering wound care and orthopedic injuries in our Spanish for Emergencies course. With this lesson, we begin our review of Spanish for wound care. In the upcoming lessons on wound care, we will cover the following. Asking the patient how they acquired their wound with a focus on lacerations. Tetanus prophylaxis. Wound closure with a focus on suturing a wound. Instructions for continued wound care at home. Evaluation for foreign bodies in the wound, referral to a specialist, and prescribing an antibiotic to prevent wound infection. Before we begin, I would like to thank one of our members, Lila Powers. These lessons are based on words and phrases Lila wanted to master in Spanish for her work in the ER. Lila, thank you for your suggestions and for serving our Latino community in the United States. Also, I would like to thank Elizabeth Cortez, my Spanish teacher from Guatemala, and Gloria Becerril, my Spanish teacher from Mexico. I consulted with both of them as I put together the Spanish for these lessons. And in this lesson, you will hear the voice of Elisa from Guatemala. Okay, empecemos. In this first lesson, we will review vocabulary for different types of superficial wounds, and then we will practice asking the patient how they acquired their wound. Since many wounds occur in the workplace, we will learn vocabulary for common tools at a construction site. So I'm just going to interrupt this lesson for a second to explain that I have cut out the corresponding parts of the member lesson where we review Spanish vocabulary for different types of tools in the workplace, such as drill, hammer, saw, staple gun, etc., And we also expand on the list of verbs that we can use to describe mechanism of injury, such as to step on, to scrape, to hit. So if you want to expand on what we learn in today's lesson, head over to docmolly.com and become a member. Okay, back to the lesson. ¿Listos? Vamos a aprender español para el cuidado de heridas. Let's start by reviewing vocabulary for different types of wounds. Injury or lesion. La lesión. Wound or injury. La herida. Cut. El corte. You may also hear la cortadura, burn, la quemadura, bite, as in a bite from an animal, 
la mordedura. And to say a bite from an insect or snake. La picadura. Incision. La incisión. Scar. La cicatriz. Scratch. El rasguño. And what was another word we learned for scratch? El arañazo. Scrape or scratch. La raspadura. And how would you say abrasion? La abrasión. Bruise. El moretón. Or. El cardenal. And Elisa preferred moretón. Hematoma. El hematoma. So this is one of those masculine nouns that end in M-A. El hematoma. Now we're going to practice phrases asking how someone acquired their wound. Primero revisemos el vocabulario. To get hurt or injured. Lastimarse. Other ways to say to get hurt or injured are Lesionarse Herirse Y Hacerse daño To bite Morder How would you say I bite? Muerdo They bite? Muerden. And recall the boot formation of stem-changing verbs, we bite. Mordemos. And in the examples, we'll use the preterite tense. How would you say, I bit? Mordi. It bit. Mordió. We bit. Mordimos. Rabies. La rabia. To scratch. Rasguñar. To cut oneself. Cortarse. Knife, as in a kitchen knife. El cuchillo. Knife, as in a pocket knife or a small knife that is carried on one's person. La navaja. Navaja is also used to refer to a razor. A piece of broken glass. Un vidrio roto. So it is common to refer to a piece of broken glass simply as un vidrio roto, a piece of metal.
un trozo de metal. A piece of wood. Un trozo de madera. Sharp, referring to an object with a sharp point. Puntiagudo. Sharp, referring to an object with a sharp edge. Punzo cortante. Now let's use this vocabulary in questions, addressing the patient as usted. How did you injure yourself? ¿Cómo se lastimó? Or, ¿Cómo se lesionó? Or, ¿Cómo se hirió? Or, ¿Cómo se hizo daño? How did this happen? Or literally, how did you do this to yourself? ¿Cómo se hizo esto? Addressing a man, did an animal bite you? ¿Algún animal lo mordió? Addressing a woman, did an animal bite you? ¿Algún animal la mordió? What type of animal? ¿Qué tipo de animal? Addressing a woman, do you know the dog that bit you? ¿Conoce al perro que la mordió? Or was it an unknown dog? ¿O fue un perro desconocido? Do you know if it's vaccinated against rabies? ¿Sabe si está vacunado contra la rabia? Addressing a woman, did a person bite you? ¿Alguna persona la mordió? Addressing a non-binary person, did an animal scratch you? ¿Algún animal le rasguñó? Addressing a man, did an animal scratch you? ¿Algún animal lo rasguñó? Did you cut yourself with a knife as in a kitchen knife? ¿Se cortó con un cuchillo? Did you cut yourself with a jackknife? ¿Se cortó con una navaja? Did you cut yourself with a piece of broken glass? ¿Se cortó con un vidrio roto? Did you cut yourself with a piece of metal?
se cortó con un trozo de metal? Did you cut yourself with a piece of wood? ¿Se cortó con un trozo de madera? Did you cut yourself with an object with a sharp point? ¿Se cortó con un objeto puntiagudo? Did you cut yourself with an object with a sharp edge? ¿Se cortó con un objeto punzocortante? Before I end this lesson, I just wanted to go back to those two adjectives meaning sharp, puntiagudo y punzocortante, because they caused me a lot of confusion and I had a lot of discussions with both Gloria, mi profesora de México, y con Elisa, mi profesora de Guatemala, sobre este tema. Being that puntiagudo and punzocortante both mean sharp, It can be confusing to distinguish what would be considered puntiagudo and what would be considered punto cortante. Many times, something can be both. Basically, if there is a sharp point, as in a screw, un tornillo, or a nail, un clavo, or a safety pin, un gancho, these all are objetos puntiagudos. And objects that have an edge, un filo, that can be sharpened, afilado, are considered punzo cortante. An obvious example is a knife. Una navaja o un cuchillo. Scissors, or tijeras, can be both puntiagudas, because they have a point, and punzo cortantes, because they have a sharp edge. And I'm going to add one more layer of confusion. When speaking of sharps, as in medical sharps, it's very common to refer to sharps using punzo cortante as a noun. Los punzo cortantes, the sharps. And as we all know, sharps include things that are punteagudos, things with a point, una punta, such as an IV needle, una aguja intravenosa, or a lancet, una lanceta. Bottom line, punteagudo y punzo cortante both refer to sharp. Punteagudo refers to something with a sharp point. Punzo cortante refers to something with a sharp edge. Y ya está. I hope you found this lesson useful. Now, if you want to keep going and learn more Spanish for wound care, sign up for our Spanish for Emergencies course, or better yet, become a premium Medical Spanish member with access to all our Medical Spanish lessons. A lot of time and money goes into each and every lesson we publish. And since I do not have ads on this podcast, I could not do it without the support of our members. You also support us when you leave us a positive review. I read and appreciate every single review we receive. Gracias de todo corazón. Now you can click on the link in your show notes to take the quiz and download the PDF for this lesson. This link updates every time a new free lesson is published. So in order to take the quiz and download the PDF for this lesson, you must click on this link before the next episode of the Medical Spanish Podcast. Hasta pronto. This is a production of DocMolly.com, 
where we learn practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.